Hello, welcome to my shed, and welcome to the very first episode of Beyond Busy. This is kind of episode zero rather than episode one, because this episode is really just going to be me telling you about what this podcast is going to be and why I'm doing it, and just a little bit of that background information. I'm sat with my cup of tea and sat in my shed at the bottom of my garden, very soggy Tuesday morning, and luckily we've got some sunshine today, which is very uncharacteristic for a February Tuesday morning, particularly with the the wind and rain we've had over the last few days. So it's nice to have the, the sun actually kind of blinding me through the windows of, of my shed here. So welcome to Beyond Busy. I'm just going to have a sip of tea. Oh, that's good. And let me tell you about Beyond Busy. This is one of those things that's taken me three or four years to... Uh, really get it to the surface in terms of a project that I've really wanted to do for a long time. There's never really been the right timing to make this happen and, and now it feels like the timing is right. So this is going to be what I'm doing a lot of over the next year. And this moment feels like that story where you know, there's a, a schoolboy walking home and every day he walks past this wall and looks at the wall and says, oh, I really want to climb that wall. And it's the day when as he walks home from school... He picks up his his cap and throws it over the wall. And he knows in that instant that he just can't go home to his mum and say, I don't have my cap. And he knows in that instant that he's now committed and he has to climb the wall. And of course, when you climb the wall, it's an amazing experience. But it's that first step of making that commitment. And I feel like that right now because this has been a long time in... The pipeline for me, I've been talking about this for a long time. So what's this all about? Beyond Busy, the idea is to explore three very big, very broad and very, uh, I think, interesting and interlinked themes. So the first one being productivity. How do people be and stay productive? And I'm sure in the early phase of this podcast most of the people listening to this will know me for productivity ninja because i'm imagining early on this will be mainly you know kind of my core audience of people will be hearing this and then my ambition is that it spreads like wildfire um so if you're listening to this in the future and you've listened to lots of other podcasts and now you're coming back to this one uh, then you should go and uh, look at my book how to be a productivity ninja but if you're listening to this when it's just come out then you probably already know about that the next area that comes up a lot, uh, you know, as we're as we're out there running workshops and talking to, uh, you know, very very sophisticated people and very intelligent people about productivity, one of the questions that always comes up is, well, what about work life balance? What about how do I switch off at the end of the day, and how do I have those conversations with my boss about when I'm when is the etiquette right for me to ignore an email on my phone versus reply to it, and so on and so forth. Work-life balance, I think, is a really it's a really interesting theme. And also, for me, I think it's a very nebulous concept. I think the idea of being in balance necessitates the, the idea that you're neglecting something. So to be really in balance with your home life, you're probably neglecting work. And to be, you know, in, to, to feel successful at work, you're probably ne- neglecting home. And so I think, you know, getting the balance right, it's very easy to feel guilty about when you're not getting that balance right. So work-life balance. And the final area that I really want to look at is happiness and success. What does happiness mean? What does being successful mean? I think we're bombarded with 
societal views of what does success look like and that might be a Ferrari or an upgrade on your house or a holiday in the Dominican Republic or something I don't know but I I don't think many of us really spend the time thinking personally and thinking deeply around what does success look like in our own lives and I include myself in that but I think it's um it's often something that we we skirt around the edges of as a subject rather than really delving deeply into and also I think you know there's some real strong interconnectivity between the three areas so if you're really productive chances are you have a bad work-life balance if you're not very productive chances are you have a bad work-life balance uh, I think lots of people are very busy and very productive but not happy I think you know happiness and, and success can often mean a different thing to society as it does to an individual and we're often sort of under pressure to uh, to think about happiness and success in different ways. So I think all these things have real, you know, interconnected, interwoven, interlinked, uh, you know, little relationships. And I really want to explore that. And I'm going to be doing that by, it's not just going to be me talking, because that would be really boring. The idea is for me to interview a whole range of different people. So I'm going to interview some millionaires and CEOs and, you know, big name people who are on every sort of media level certainly they would be classed as successful but I'm going to be asking them do they feel successful in their own lives do they feel like they're where they want to be do they feel fulfilled or do they feel like they're still driving on to achieve something new and I'm going to be talking to those kind of people I'm also going to be talking to people in regular jobs people with no jobs at all to traveling acrobats and artists people with no money but a very high sense of purpose I just think there's you know, the interesting thing about this topic is that people will have very different takes on, on these three things. And there will be, I'm sure, lots of offshoot conversations around health and happiness and well-being and money and all kinds of things, which I think will be hopefully of interest and of value. And I think if I'm learning something as I talk to all of these people, then my idea is that that may, may be something that you guys can learn something from as well. So that's what I'm going to do. And in terms of the style of it, I really want these conversations to be not interviewee and definitely not over Skype. Like I'm sick of listening to podcasts where there's all that little delay in the conversation because one person's on Skype on another continent and all that sort of thing. I want these interviews to be face to face. I want them to feel like conversations rather than interviews. And we will, for the most part, leave them completely uncut. We will... Uh, you know, if there's interruptions going on, if there's stuff happening in that moment, we'll leave that in because it's about capturing a moment. It's not about editing the best version of me or the best version of somebody else. I think for me, it's about really capturing, you know, an in the moment conversation between two people and just capturing that that whole connection. So that's the plan for what it's going to look like. I'm really, I, I listen to loads of podcasts. So there's a couple of uh, podcasts that really influence me in terms of the style that I want to create with this. Um, one is um, Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Uh, I love that podcast. And what I love about it is the fact that it's slightly raw and uncut. And it's very, you know, you feel like you're there in the theatre listening to it. This one will be nowhere near as funny as Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. So just disclaimer there. But that's definitely an influence. Scroobius Pips podcast as well, Distraction Pieces. I love the style of that. And also something that I still have very, very fond memories of is Avalon FM, which is the radio station that exists just for the Glastonbury Festival. And I remember one year in particular 
going to a very, very wet Glastonbury. It was like muddy by the Thursday. It was one of those. And realising quite quickly, as on the first night, we had a river, literally a river running through our tent. We were on the top of that hill by the main stage. And a river was running through the tent. And I just thought, screw this. I am sleeping in my car. So every night I would walk the 20 minutes or so back to the car and turn the ignition on and turn the heater on. And, you know, funnily enough, I was definitely not the only person who'd had this idea. And there's a really nice bunch of Welsh blokes with a minivan uh, just right next to me. So I ended up having quite a few sort of late night beers with them. But when I was in the car and I was sleeping, I'd always have on Avalon FM and it just felt like some really nice people sat in a shed not that far away from me talking about their experience of the Glastonbury Festival. And it was almost like having another, you know, another experience of the festival with another group of friends every evening when I went back and, and turned on Avalon FM. And, you know, I had it on in the morning before I went back into the, the main festival and found all my mates and stuff. So I just loved that. And again, it was very, um, you know, it just felt very in the moment and of the moment and very, you know, authentic and not that polished, but in a really nice, lovely way. And, you know, the people would just walk into the studio and they'd have a little chat and it was just lovely to sort of feel that connection. So really that's the style that I want to bring to this and... You know, if you feel like I'm getting too polished with these further down the line, please do let me know. Um, now, there's another part to this project, which is really important and really exciting. And I hope will also just provide another another area of interest as as a listener. And that is I'm doing this because later in the year, I have a book deadline to write a book. And the book is also going to be called Beyond Busy. And the book will also be looking at these three themes of productivity, happiness and success and work-life balance. And so in some senses, this is me opening up and open sourcing the the research process for this book. So there'll be lots of other research going on around the book and, um, you know, looking at, at psychology studies and, and various other things around how do people define happiness and contentment and all these things. But I think what what I'm hoping will happen is from each interview, from each conversation, there will be you know, a number of quotes that will then pepper the book. So the idea is that all the people that you're uh, listening to right now will be featured in the book. And if you're listening to this way ahead into the future, because I know people do that with podcasts sometimes, then I'm hoping if you've come across the book and you're now reading the book, then this is a way to come back and actually listen to the full interviews and also just to sort of track the progress and the evolution really of the book, which is quite scary you know but I'm really putting the the whole process out there online and I've never done that before and I feel like this is the fourth book I'm doing and I've got quite a good I feel like I've got a good process in place in terms of you know researching drafting editing I do I do focus groups as part of the process and, and all of that but adding this element in and sort of sharing all of that with you guys is feels quite daunting to me and I'm also just very excited by it. I get lots of questions with people saying, what's your process when you write a book? And people, you know, people want to sit down and have coffee with me and, and you know, get advice around how to go about writing a book. And I feel like my process is pretty good. Uh, you know, it, it definitely works for me. So the idea is that I will put a bunch of these podcasts out and through the, through that you'll get a sense of what that process is and how it works and I might even do a couple you know towards the end just on that topic and you know, perhaps get a couple of other authors involved and talk about their processes as well 
So this is Beyond Busy. I hope that it will be a resource for you around how you think about productivity, how you think about happiness and success and how you think about work-life balance. I also hope it'll be an interesting thing for you to come across and experience in terms of the creation of this book. And it'll be a good companion to the book once the book comes out. And it's really weird sat here in February talking about a book that I have not even typed a letter or a word for yet and it's suddenly real so uh, yeah I mean you know I've signed the contract a while ago but hey contracts are just contracts right like when you start embarking on something like this it's like this is the moment where as as the first part of that creative process it comes real Um, so I'm hoping it's gonna be a resource for you I'm uh, just to set the expectations my idea is to put a couple of these out every month And yes, there might be times where I flurry a few more out and there might be a time, particularly over the summer, where it goes a little bit quieter if I'm really head down in the writing mode. Uh, But that's the idea. So a couple of times a month, we'll be dropping one of these into your inbox. And if you're subscribed, obviously that will show up on on your feed. So first thing to say is please subscribe to the Beyond Busy feed and you'll be getting these three regularly. And also um, let's start the conversation. So I'd love you to tell me who you think I should interview as part of Beyond Busy. And you can do that via Twitter. I'm just at Graham Alcott. And you can also do that via email, which is graham at thinkproductive.co.uk. So love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on just those three themes, who you think I should interview, and just your experiences of this very first podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here in my shed in Brighton. And I'm looking forward to sharing this journey with you over the next few months. Goodbye.